Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Why Me? I'm your host, Jake. In this episode, I introduce Buddhism and talk about the three different types of suffering that is defined in the Buddhist philosophy. Listen to this episode if you want to learn how the Buddhist philosophy can teach us how to alleviate self-inflicted suffering and catch ourselves when we are spiraling out of control. Enjoy. So to start off, Buddhism defines three different types of suffering, and I'm going to explain these in an example, but I'm just going to list them off first. First is the suffering of suffering, which is any physical pain that is a reaction to the incident that occurred. The second is the suffering of change. The suffering that happens once you realize things have changed and they're not the same as they used to be. And the final type of suffering is pervasive suffering, which is self-inflicted suffering, looking at an incident and criticizing yourself. So I'm going to use an example actually that happened to me when I was in grade, I think seven, I was at track practice because I was trying to be athletic and I was having a conversation with someone and I was looking to my right and we were running on a, on a track, like I said, I don't know what it's called on, we were running around a track and I was running on the inner track And so I was looking over to my friend, talking to him, not looking ahead of me, and I ran into a bench. And first of all, who would have put a bench on a track? That's, I just assumed that that would never be there. And it was really random. But at first, when I ran into the bench, I experienced the suffering of suffering. My, it went right into my shin and it actually made a hole in my shin and it really started to hurt and bleed. So at first I was experiencing this first type of suffering in that it was physical pain that was occurring in my body and it hurt a lot. And then after that happened, I experienced the suffering of change. It actually happened on my sister's birthday. And so then I thought to myself, oh, now I'm not going to be able to walk properly. I might miss my sister's birthday. And I was suffering because I was disappointed that was going to happen. Then finally, I experienced the third type of suffering, which was self-inflicted suffering. I thought to myself, I am such an idiot. My friends are going to think I'm so dumb. How dumb do you have to be to run into a bench? And my mind started to cycle through that. My friends aren't going aren't gonna to laugh at me. They're going to think that I'm dumb. How could I do this to myself? I'm not very smart, etc., etc. And so these are the three types of suffering as explained in the example. Now I'm going to talk about the four noble truths of Buddhism. Before I talk about that, the aim of Buddhism is to alleviate suffering. And when people say that, it's easy to get confused because you can't just stop suffering. If a bad thing happens to you, you're not expected to just sit there and act like nothing has happened. So when Buddhism says they want to alleviate suffering, they're focused on the third type of suffering, which is self-inflicted suffering. The first and second type of suffering are never going to be able to be stopped. They're, they're a reality of life. And so Buddhism focuses on being aware of when you're inflicting self, when you're putting, I don't know how to say this, when you're the type of suffering where you're inflicting it on yourself and ending that type of suffering. 
So that being said, I'm going to get and talk a little bit about the four noble truths that encompass all of Buddhism. And this is universal. The first is that suffering is a certainty in life. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what you came from, no matter how successful you are, no matter how much money you have, you're going to suffer. And this is something that I think we're taught very well when we're children. I always thought that I had this notion that if I achieve success, I would not suffer. And so this is something in Buddhism that is preached very often. The second noble truth is that the cause of suffering emerges from craving life to be different than it is. So Buddhism actually defines suffering as a craving for life to be different than it is. Now, what does that mean? That means that suffering arises when we have an idea of what life should be and what it actually is. So we create the story for ourselves of what we wish that our life could be, and that is actually at the root of all suffering. The reality is is that life is impermanent and change is a reality. So suffering is going to emerge. But if we crave for life to be different than it is, this increases suffering. The third noble truth is that we can alleviate suffering by changing our perception of suffering. So by accepting the fact that suffering is a certainty in life, this can end the suffering that is self-inflicted. Oftentimes what happens is that something bad happens to you and you think, what did I do to deserve this? What's wrong with me? I'm not smart. And your mind spirals into the cycle. And it's often hard to catch yourself because this type of suffering is self-inflicted. But Buddhism preaches that we can alleviate suffering by changing our idea of it. If we know that bad things are going to happen to us no matter what, we're more prepared for it to happen And then we don't crave for life to be different than it is. We just accept life for what it is. I realize I said preach a lot. The Buddhism that I'm actually interested in is secular Buddhism. So it's actually teaching the Buddhist philosophy, not through religious lens. And then the fourth noble truth is in order to end suffering, we need to change our perception of suffering and explore our illusions about how how we think life should be. So this goes back to the third point in accepting the fact that suffering is universal and then not being surprised when something bad happens. So if we take this as an example of suffering with a mental illness, for me last fall, at first when I was going through this hard period in my life, I thought to myself, what did I do to deserve this? Life is so unfair. I've been good. I haven't done anything wrong. So why is this happening to me? And that craving for life to be different than it is, I craved for this not to be happening to me. And I didn't fully accept what was actually happening to to me. And so I inflicted a lot of suffering upon myself because I was comparing my image of what life should be free of suffering, which it isn't, with what life actually is, which is there is suffering. So the fourth noble truth is about combining those two and accepting that there is suffering in life and forgetting about what you think life should be because there is suffering and that's a reality. I just wanted to talk about the three poisons as well, which are part of Buddhism. The three poisons are greed, aversion, and ignorance. Greed is is things that if you think that you achieve them, you will end suffering. And anything that you think will release suffering 
is it not actually you're you're it's a disil, it's a disillusion so the, the the most common ones are fame success and money and i think especially for a lot of university students we have this dream of making hundreds of thousand dollars a year and that's going to make us happy and impermanent and you know we'll be able to be happy for the rest of our life and so listening to this idea of greed was really eye-opening for me. The second is aversion. So we think that if we avoid all these things, then we'll be happy for the rest of our life. And then finally is ignorance. And that goes back to the idea of ignoring the fact that we all suffer. So that's a little introduction to Buddhism. To actually practice these ideas in real life, you have to accept life for what it really is instead of thinking about what it should be. Now, how do you do this? The way to do this is through mindfulness. So Buddhism and mindfulness are linked. And I'm going to do probably two podcasts on an idea for a mindfulness course and the philosophy behind mindfulness because it can be helpful for depression and it was really helpful for me. So as two takeaways for this discussion, you don't have homework though, don't worry, it sounds like an English class or something as a takeaway. The first takeaway is that the reality is that in life everyone will suffer and there's no way to get away from that. The second takeaway is that in the Buddhist philosophy, suffering is defined as a craving for life to be different than it is. So I hope that you enjoyed this short introduction to Buddhism and look out for my next podcast, which will be on mindfulness, which helps you apply the principles of Buddhism and practice them. Talk to you next time. This podcast is produced in collaboration with CFRC.ca in Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Infrastructure support for the CFRC podcast project is provided by the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. For more information or to get involved in podcasting, visit podcasts.cfrc.ca.